0: Welcome to the Tiger for Life Podcast, where we'll hear stories from Washingtonians from their favorite food at Waltz or the calf to their favorite Tiger Tunes shows and professors. We'll also find out what they've been up to outside the famed Washita bubble. I'm your host, John Merriman, Washita's Director of Alumni Relations. Let me take- Today, on the Tiger for Life podcast, Washita alums and members of Point of Grace, Shelly Phillips Breen and Denise Masters Jones, both from the class of 1991, share about what they've been up to during quarantine, what's new with Point of Grace, as well as their favorite Point of Grace and Washita memories, like performing at the Grand Old Opry and the National Prayer Breakfast, and the early days touring the country in the Pray Singers Van. All right, Shelly and Denise, welcome to the Tiger for Life podcast.
1: Hi Thank
0: you. <laughs> thanks. O-U-A-C-H-I-T-A.
1: Here's a cheaper washa Yeah. She, she does the whole
0: thing. I love it. I love it. Hey, we are so, so glad y'all are joining us today. Thank you for making time. I know that um, you know, things are are different in the COVID times, but yeah, thanks for hopping on today.
1: You're sure. welcome. Sure your thing.
2: We're not doing a lot. so
1: (laughs) don't have that much to do right now.
0: Yeah, that's why we're podcasting. All my events got canceled, so I thought, hey, let's start a podcast.
2: Why not? Yeah, Uh, absolutely.
0: Yeah, (laughs) how are things in Middle Tennessee today?
2: They're good. Um, Today is kind of cloudy outside, Mm -hmm. and um, just it hasn't been a horrible summer yet as as far as heat's concerned, so it's been nice during COVID to be able to at least get outside and not you know, dive in Inferno.
0: So. <laughs> yeah, you know, we love living in Arkadelphia, like two blocks from campus. It's beautiful here, of course, but uh,
2: yeah,
0: you know, we loved living in Nashville for, you know, 10 yeah. years and miss it. It's,
2: it's a good nice. place. We miss you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we, we don't miss the traffic and uh, all of that, but
2: no, um, for sure. It has gotten, it has gotten crazy. Yeah, the traffic's gotten crazy.
0: Yeah, we uh, we get back as much as we can and and uh sure miss it. But glad y'all are with us today. I uh, have some questions for you, some about your uh, time with Point of Grace, some about Washtaw. So uh, I'll just jump in. and uh, Well, first of all, let me just say, my wife is nervous that I'm going to be cheesy or embarrass her because of how much I love y'all and Point of Grace.
2: Um, <laughs> you can never be cheesier than us. So. That's right.
0: I love it. You know, we had to move from Nashville because if we went to Krispy Kreme and I saw Phillips, Craig and Dean, I would burst into song.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They have that effect on us too. Yes.
0: <laughs> but yeah. So, um, I know that like your fam- famous song says, you know, things change and plans fail. How have y'all been dealing with uh, COVID and quarantine there in Nashville? How are your families doing?
1: You know, it has been an interesting time. My husband resigned from his current job right about the time COVID hit, which was unusual timing, but it was God's timing. So we've had to trust in that. And then, and uh, you know, my boys are in college and they go to the university of Oklahoma. And so both of them were home, which was wonderful, except that I I was cooking like four meals a day because I couldn't go anywhere and they eat a lot. One of them's a football player and he wants to keep his weight up and all the that so I gained weight with him and you know all that but we just <laughs> so she's playing football <laughs> so now I play football now no um, but it it's been an interesting time it's been great to have them home one's gone back now but um it's been sweet to have them home and my husband was home and so we we have had a lot of family time um, I'm not sure my college boys have loved all of that <laughs> um, but anyway and um, you know just in an interesting place of just spending time with the Lord, really being honest, just um, resting in him in in such uncertain times. I'm so thankful for my faith and my certainty in Christ because there have been some days that have been kind of scary and, you know, just um, learning a new rhythm in life, I guess I should say. Yeah,
0: totally.
1: Yeah. Same. I mean, I, I think a lot of
2: people would say this, that, you know, the family time has obviously been, a great thing, just everything coming to a halt, sports and school activities and all of that. And so my daughter is going to be a senior this coming year. And so that still looks a little, I don't know what that's going to look like. You know, nobody really knows. Um, I mean, we never knew when we left for spring break that she wouldn't be going back to school. And so, you know, she did pretty well with it. And uh, my husband just worked from home and he's back in the office now. And so, um, I still think financially, you know, it's hard for everybody on different levels, and you have that sort of uncertainty. Um, but like Denise said, you just trust in the Lord, and you know, prayer. For us, we're just praying our Christmas concert. I know, don't cancel. So far, our Christmas concerts yes. are still there. So.
0: Yeah, we're the same way, you know, trying to plan Tiger Tunes and hoping we can have it. And yeah, yeah. You know, Festival of Christmas, what does that look like? Because kids are going home at Thanksgiving and not coming back. So, oh,
2: is that right? right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's going to be a different kind of semester for us. So, I know you guys have created some point of grace resources for churches in this time. I know a lot of churches couldn't meet or some are just kind of coming back together. Tell us about those resources and how folks can get a hold of those.
1: Yeah, well we created a thing, it's called Seasons of Grace. And um it was just honestly, you know, so many churches, you know, everybody's doing stuff online and there's some churches that have a built-in structure for great video and all of those things, but there's a lot of churches you know that are a little smaller and don't have that great of, you know, film crew and all these things. And so, um, you know, and it puts a lot on those that don't have like a rotating worship team and all of that, especially since they're not being able to use their choirs. And so this is just an opportunity for us to kind of offer some worship material for their services uh, to, you know, give their staff a break maybe um, Mm -hmm. on a, on a week that it's been kind of extra crazy and they can use it that way. We also hope, you know, as groups kind of start slowly, like our church hasn't started back, Completely yet, but they're encouraging, um, you know, family groups or you know small groups to get together, and so maybe it's a great way to get a small group together, watch our little concert, and hopefully encourage them through music and you know stuff to talk about, and and so we just kind of wanted to encourage people their home and you know streaming lots of things, so maybe this would be a great thing to stream and 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 hopefully give some encouragement. Yeah. And I did
2: want to mention too, that, um, we put it up on our website. Um, you can download it there and it's, it's just by a lot of people said, well, how much does it cost or whatever? Uh, it's very, it's very generic. So any church could use it. And honestly, if you have a small church and you don't, you can't afford to give us anything, that's nice. fine. Just take it, download it, use it. Um, there's some bigger churches that have used it that have you know donated a a few hundred dollars. Yeah. And, and so just to kind of help with the cost of recording it. So don't think you can't use it if your church is small and right. you know, you don't have a big budget for stuff like that. It's for the churches.
0: That's great. That's nice. You know, you can't be out there touring, but at least you can be in
2: people's yeah. rooms and churches. I love that. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I know you've had a recent album, the beautiful name worship project, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that your most recent project?
2: Yes, mm-hmm. that okay. would be our most recent one. Yeah, tell yeah. us
0: about that that worship album and what that looks like.
2: Yeah, you know, we had never done a worship record in all of our 25 plus, plus years, years of in. recording since we've been at Washita. And so Lifeway was the perfect partner for us to to do that with. And we really... You know, all of us grew up in church and grew up singing older hymns. And so we want to pass those on to our kids. We want—we don't want those to be forgotten with all the great new worship music that's out there. So we sort of tried to do a hybrid of older uh, hymns mm-hmm. and then newer worship songs and kind of put our own point of grace spin um, on them. And it's called Beautiful Name. And um, we have really, it's been a project we've really been able to utilize yeah. in our own concerts. Um, we get asked all the time can you come and do a concert? But also in the morning, we need you to lead worship for 20 minutes before the speaker. And now we're like, yes, we, we can, can do, that. do that. We have, it's not like scramble, scramble, put together somebody else's stuff and go do a Chris Tomlin impersonation. You know, it's like, we actually have our own stuff. And stuff. that's been really nice for us mm-hmm. too.
0: Yeah. I love that. I can't believe in 25 some odd years, you haven't done a worship album.
1: No, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's, you know, when we started it, it's, It's not that we don't love it and do it, but that just kind of was never our, like, I I do think there's a special gifting for people who are worship leaders, I would say in a, in a different way than, um, and we never really felt like that was our calling. Our calling is more, um, looking at somebody in the eye and telling them songs like Jesus will still be there. You know, those kind of messages, like that's kind of always been our, our, um, our jam, our jam. (laughs) So... It, it was, but we love all that music. It's not that we didn't love it, but they're just, and it kind of came a season where we just were really loving that and wanted to put it out there.
2: Yeah.
1: And we're not getting the younger.
2: No. So <laughs> that's for sure. Got to do it.
0: I love that. You know, we're not that far apart in years from Washta, but I was going back through Tiger tunes programs and seeing oh, you gosh. Know, 1988 Tiger tunes program. I mean,
2: yeah. is that when we did it? 88?
0: Look looked like I that was the first like, one.
2: Yeah. I, I was I, thinking I was later, but maybe not. You might have
1: been later. Cause did I, you do it
2: more than once? Mm-hmm. I think I
1: only did it once. I don't remember. I think I did. It I
2: wasn't twice. a good dancer, and so that was a real stretch for me.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't get to go back through the videos yet, only the programs. Yep. But uh, Oh,
2: okay. Yeah.
0: It was fun to see y'all in there and yep. had, had some different hairstyles back that's then. In our
1: hair. Oh, for sure. Big, like- big hair. Oh, Denise prize for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now I know it's June, but you've got some Christmas dates coming up, like you mentioned, and I know you've got a Christmas special coming. Is that right?
1: Yes. Yeah, we're yeah. so excited. We have a friend. Um, his name is Andrew Greer, and he is a, an artist and singer songwriter, um, and delves in all kinds of production, production yeah, things yeah. and. um, he has just been a real friend to us and a real, uh, cheerleader for us. And he was like, y'all have so much Christmas and Christmas is truly one of our favorite touring seasons for for sure. Um, and he was like, let's, you've been doing this for a long time. Let's put some of this stuff together and make a actual, you know, DVD Christmas special and, and we were kind of like oh, okay, <laughs> so but he we kind of started on it at the beginning of last Christmas season, and we, we were able to do a little filming in a in someone's um, home, and so it was kind of felt very uh, authentic and you know vulnerable, just with a small group of friends, and um, so we kind of did that, and then he we had a chance to interview you know people that have been a part of our record all all along, and um, songwriters and. And producers, and um, sang a little with Michael Tate and Michael W, who um, we just, you know, some of his Christmas tours were are some of our very favorite memories, mm-hmm. and so it was. A, it's really sweet, and I, I'm excited to yeah. see it in in whole, yeah. whole version because it kind of got spread out. and Then COVID hit, and some of the interviews had to take place later. And, you know, so we'll, we'll see, but we're super excited
2: about it. I think it's It's going to be a really neat piece for people to throw in their DVD while they're, you know, cooking Christmas dinner or whatever. And lots of good memories and interview stuff. So I think it will be fun.
0: Yeah. Your Christmas stuff has just really been so popular and, you know, stood the test of time and you've performed here on campus and.
2: Yes. Yes. yes, That was really fun. That was one of my favorite. Mm -hmm. I love that. That was really fun. Well, the choir was so great. Yeah, they're yeah. so good, yeah.
0: you know. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to, you know, hard to beat, you know, over a hundred singers behind you and all of that. This yeah, year.
2: yeah.
0: Right. Uh, any other projects in the works things, or is COVID kind of slowed things down for the moment?
2: Actually, we do have another one that we have actually been working on it for a long time. Like I feel like it's been over a year. Because I remember when they said this is gonna come out fall of twenty. 20- 20 and we, we were like oh. we were like that's a long time um but it's a it's actually a book with Lifeway and um it's called how you live named after that big song we had several years back um, but it's it's a book of essays um it's called how you live lessons learned from point of grace and it's just a book of essays written by each of us we've each probably about 40 something um little articles essays in there on just really everything ranging from anxiety and having your first child and parenting to hospitality and and conflict and just lessons learned along the way. And I think there's really something cool about generational wisdom. And we were talking with um, a mentor of ours from our church. She's kind of just been in our lives for a long time, a, a lady named Terry Wood. And she was just talking about how you know, things in church now are really so divided. Like when you do your community groups, a lot of times it's people your own age and your own section of life or whatever. And, and sort of that, you know, children are always welcome in the old passing down to the young. They're, the wisdom that they've, you know, kind of acquired over their life about God and who he is and, and his story and how it's continuing on through us that that's kind of a little bit of that's kind of gotten lost in sort of the new way we do church. And so we just Mm -hmm. kind of wanted to document some of those lessons. We think that's so important and, and just to for nothing else to pass down to our own kids, you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, it's going to be really, it's, it's really turned out to be a treasure and um, I've loved just kind of looking at it now that it's done and, all the photography's done and it's, it's really, really cool. And I think the neatest part about it for me, I think is you're always looking for something to give to somebody that would mean something like for a, a wedding shower or graduation or, you or know, they're moving or something. And, and so what we did in this book is we sort of in the back of it left some pages blank for people before they give it to write their own lesson, learn about what God's taught them about, whatever they would want to share a piece of advice that would want to get to a new mom or a new bride or whatever. So anyway, um, that is coming out, um, in the October, fall, 27. October 27th. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're really excited about that too. So we kind of have two things that are taking up our space this fall, mm-hmm. which would be the DVD project, Christmas with Pointing Grace, and then the book, How You Live.
1: And people pre-order which will be fun um on our website you can pre-order the book and mm-hmm. those who pre-order we're going to do like this little um like what we're doing right now right now we're doing a big <laughs> book party zoom party thing for anyone who's pre-ordered the book and we'll share maybe some of the essays maybe some songs yeah um with them so that should be really fun
0: fun okay i'm getting it on that that'll be-, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> It'll be that. yeah the book sounds great i can't wait for folks to get that as soon as yeah, uh, we can share that. What's the website where folks can go on to see your, you know, books and CDs, all of that?
2: It'll be po- at pointofgrace.net, dot net, and that mm-hmm. should be up there. That free buy should be up pretty soon, and also at Lifeway, I would think, in the next couple of weeks. So, mm-hmm. okay, great.
1: We also are sharing wisdom that somebody else kind of taught us along the way. So, people like Mary Schambarger and um, oh yeah, some of those people are mentioned mm-hmm. in the book as well. So, you might recognize some Washita names. Oh yeah.
0: That's great.
2: We're nothing without the Washington mean, side. Right. Come
0: on. <laughs> I love it. This may be a side note, but where do y'all go to church? Fellowship Bible. Mm-hmm. I'm here in
2: Brentwood. Mm-hmm. Where yes. did you
0: guys go? So I was on staff at Brentwood Baptist for hmm, a while. Right and then we helped plant Rolling Hills Community Church.
1: Yes. In
0: right. Franklin. Yes. And then it, as soon That's as that. Well. That's great. It is. Yeah. It's a great church. Mm-hmm. And our community groups were intergenerational like that. We would have all the families. And there it was so good, but we went to fellowship. Um, you know, after I started working for Sweet Sleep, the nonprofit that builds beds for orphans, I we could that. actually choose a church for the first time, you know.
2: Oh, uh-huh. uh, right. So,
0: so we went to fellowship and uh, really enjoyed worship with um, FFH with our friends Jeremy and Jennifer.
2: Yes, I hated yes. when they moved, <laughs> know,
0: we had such a good time there, but I just saw was
2: Travis Cottrell was going to be going to Brentwood Baptist. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Did you
0: see that? I did. Yeah. Oh,
2: mm-hmm. That's awesome. So he's moving from Jackson. I guess he's going to commute for a year while his son is
0: in your hands. Fun. Well, that's, that's good. good. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of folks, of course, know your Washita story, your Point of Grace story, but uh, mm-hmm. some of our younger alums may not know, uh, you know, about Point of Grace music and about the beginning of your story here. So uh, I wonder if you'd briefly kind of share how Point of Grace started and kind of the Point of Grace story with folks
1: yeah sure we Shelley was my roommate in college um our junior senior year, and so and obviously we had become dear friends since our freshman year and Heather and Terry um Terry Lang at the time and Heather Floyd Lord. at the time they we had grown up in church in Oklahoma, and they were a year younger than me, and we were at the same church, same show choir, and all that so uh they ended up at Washita mm-hmm. and we were in the Washten Tones and, and then Shelley had gone moved over to Praise Singers. And were we not remakes? I'm sitting here doing this. Were we not remakes in Francis Crawford? Mm-mm. We talked about this already. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was with Pillis, and that's um, right. Yeah. That's right. Thank Who you. was I with? Uh, I think yeah. I, isn't that a horrible? Yeah. I can't remember. I'm so old. I can't mm-hmm. remember. I, mean. I, you know, honestly, I think I had a gluten allergy then, and <laughs> it, that foggy thing, and I ate so much pizza and gluten the Talk whole time. I think I had a
2: whole fog
1: the whole time. So we there, lived
2: but... together in OC Bailey. Yeah. Oh wait, OC Bailey. Mm-hmm. It's
1: just no junior...
0: longer
1: there. Oh, it's so OC Bailey's not there, right? Didn't it's it there.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's the football dorm, though.
1: Oh right. They.
2: Oh, I bet that smells good. <laughs> So O.C. Bailey, first floor, junior and senior? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. and then Well, and then we moved over our last semester over at Chuck Hargett's. Mom's. Uh, they had a garage apartment. apartment. That's right. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so we, my junior year and Terry and Heather's sophomore year, we were at a Washtones concert. And in those concerts, she had little step-out groups. And so there might be a duet or a trio or whatever. And – we always did and we were the Oklahoma girls because we came from Oklahoma. And so we did a trio and um we were just yakking about what are we going to do this summer? And you know, that's su- next summer. And I was getting into my senior year and wasn't sure what that looked like. And um so anyway, we said, let's make a group. <laughs> Literally, we just talked about, it, and we were like, we could go be the little uh, the spokespeople at some of the camps. And um, and so I went back and I was telling Shelly about it. And about that time. I vividly
2: remember it. Oh, the, yeah. In the room at OC Rayleigh. We
1: yes. were talking about it. And um, there was a group called Futrell that had come out. Like, And then Wilson Phillips was out. So it was kind of a new group of girl type not just southern gospel music you know kind of thing and Mm -hmm. so we were talking about she goes well I want to be in it I literally was like I want to be in it (laughs) I was like okay so they always tease me that I got in and then I took it over (laughs) everybody needs a strong leader
0: um
1: so we literally like at 12 11 or 12 o'clock that night ran over to the um the music building Mm -hmm. and sang something together just to see what it sounded like with four people I don't know what we, we were doing and we were like Yay! Okay, that's pretty good. we do this. <laughs> and you know, people from Ouachita, uh Dr. Cluck, some people um, right away were so gracious with us and um, gave us opportunities to sing for um, you know a fundraising and banquet or different kinds of banquets and and our all of our church music major friends mm-hmm. asked us to come sing at yeah. their youth groups or senior adults banquets or whatever and. So Washita was just so obviously yeah. influential in giving us this, you know, chance. And they like let us use a, a van and a trailer. And Yes. I'm
2: going to give you inside, <laughs> I'm going to give you inside scoop. Hilarious Washita story. Oh. So one of our friends the summer that we were out singing, um, well, uh, Richard Wentz, he was then in charge of the praise Singers. Um, he let us use the praise Singers trailer that summer and sound system and, and sound so. system yeah. to yeah. haul around, which was very nice. And in turn, we would kind of speak out for the school and stuff, but you know, we weren't the, it looked like we were the praise singers. If you didn't know, and you're just driving down the road. Um, and so we, <laughs> we were driving from North Arkansas back to little rock after some gig somewhere, silent Springs, silent Springs, I think. And and you know this was before cell phones, so we didn't even know about this till a couple of weeks later. But we had a friend <laughs> who will remain nameless that worked at the switchboard that summer at Washita, and she got a call of some lady just beside herself mad because the Washington Baptist University praise singers trailer was speeding out of control down the highway, <laughs> so <laughs> recklessly driving. And she was like, oh, I'll definitely report that. She knew it was us. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'll definitely report that and we'll get right on that. Thank you so much for calling. Uh-huh. And she was like, no better slow it down. I <laughs> have to cover for you.
1: <laughs> so anyway, but that's basically how it, it that's began. That's kind of so, started. Yeah. And, um, and then we won a competition in in Colorado at an SS Park music competition. Met John Mays from Ward Records. And and then he ended up um, asking us to come to Nashville and do a couple demos just to see if the rec liked us and they liked us and we moved to Nashville and here we are. Yep.
0: <laughs> I love it. You know, we, I was on the campus activities board as a student, which was student entertainment and leisure fund when you were here self at the time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, a few friends of ours, we wanted to book y'all in 2000 for that okay. concert here on campus. Yes. Okay. And we had emailed y'all a proposal and we weren't sure what was going to happen. We went to the Dove Awards, a few of us that were in the group and we got a meeting with Charles Doris. Yes. Uh,
2: oh, yes. And yes. we
0: were prepared to fight for this concert. We could not pay. Of course, at was like what you were going for at the time. And I Charles, feel
2: like I'm about to feel really bad about something. I never no,
0: heard. no. Oh. Charles Doris took us to TGI Fridays and, <laughs> <laughs> and he told us, you're in. You can. You can have this concert. And I mean, we thought we were big time.
2: Oh, yeah. good. Like so, we can.
0: You did.
1: okay, okay.
0: okay. Remembering right that Denise, that's where you got, got her diploma. Was it
1: when I got my diploma?
0: Yeah, and we had talked about booking that booking that concert, but y'all were kind of not sure if the group was going to keep going at the time. It was like a kind of a moment, I think.
2: Right. Like we weren't sure who was going to be in it. <laughs> yeah,
0: what was going to happen next? So. Okay.
2: Yes, yes, because yes, we had because re- Terry was that about the time Heather was retiring or Terry? No,
1: Terry, I think it was close to Terry because she had just had her three kids. That's that. probably it. Yeah, I get my years all mixed yeah.
0: up. I mean, there it's it's quite a history to remember all yes. that. I know, I
2: know.
0: So, I know that you, you know, obviously, you both chose Washtaw, but how did you hear about Washita and what made you choose Washita for school? I know you were in different places, so how yeah. did that
2: Um, I'm just new. I had, I had sort of grown up doing some singing and stuff at my friend's Baptist church down street. Um, they had a really good youth choir and stuff. And my, I went to a small Lutheran church, which I was also really active into and but they just didn't have like a youth choir or anything like that. It was way too small for that. So my friend Wanda Smith, um, was a little older than me, but her dad was the minister of music there at Olivet Baptist in Little Rock. And so, um, you know, it wasn't like it is now. I mean, like, you know, kids are making college visits when they're sophomores and juniors and spending all this money traveling all over. And the parents are like, okay, we'll do that. You know, it's just like, (laughs) but it wasn't that way. I mean, it just, our parents were kind of like, you figure it out, you know? And so, um, she wanted to go down and, and look at Washita and I knew it just had a really good, reputation as a great music school yeah. the best the mm-hmm. best music school in Arkansas and um and I think it still does so I was like well we'll see what happens and so I went down there and um auditioned and I loved everybody I thought everyone was so nice and um, all the teachers were so nice and so um got a call a while later I think they had actually they offered the presidential scholarship to another student who ended up going somewhere else. And I think I was next in line, but I remember Dr. Wright calling and my dad getting the call. And so that scholarship definitely enabled me to to go to Washita. And so and my friend ended up going down there too. And I mean I never even looked anywhere else. It was just like this is what it's supposed to be, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Well, so I grew up in Oklahoma, and so the other OBU, um, I have, my dad was a graduate from there, and my sister majored in music there, so I just kind of always just kind of thought I would go to the other OBU, Um, and my pastor, Bill Eliff, who's actually a, um, has had children come through. Washtaw as well. He's a pastor in Little Rock now, I believe, mm-hmm. but he was a pastor at a time in Oklahoma in Oklahoma and Simflora who ended up coming right after me to do band, jazz band and all of that. Um, they were both at our church and they, they kept both saying, you just need to go visit. I'm telling you, you need to go visit. And so like Shelly said, I mean, it was spring break of my senior year. I mean, wow. You know, we weren't even like thinking about it. Thinking about it, really. But my parents were like, well, let's just go and look. And so (laughs) we drove, I'll never forget this. We drove my grandpa's RV because my dad. Thought that would be fun. And I was humiliated driving onto campus in this army. <laughs> but anyway, that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> that's pretty cool. But, and I think we just stayed in it as we did. We, we visited there and John Brown, and then we were going to go back by Oklahoma Baptist. And um, so I went in and, and did an audition. And, you know, the first people I met was Mary, was Mary Worthen, mm-hmm. um, Dr. Wright. Randy Garner from the admissions. And that I so felt in like, it was when I walked into that room, I, it was like, these are my people. Like God just really like made it so clear. Yeah. I, I walked out of that audition. I remember meet, meeting Brian Smith and Scott Snyder in the hallway. And oh. um, they were all talking and I was talking and we were just, they were just, it was like, gosh, these are my people. And, um, mm-hmm. so we went and visited the other colleges and I, I just knew, like, it was like, I'm supposed to go here. And, yeah. you know, um, it was just an incredible, incredible experience for me. My favorite thing I think about Watchtower is just people. Yeah. The people. Everyone's so I nice. There.
2: I mean, who's not going to go to school when they walk in and meet Mary Worthen? I not- know. He's <laughs> not going to, where do I sign? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, yeah.
0: Yeah, I love that. You know, I didn't find out about Washita till fall before I came. So, fall of 95. And okay. I don't know if you know Heather Spruill. She was an admissions counselor.
2: Yeah, I know that name. I for know sure. her name too.
0: Real sweet. Yeah, she convinced me to come to Tiger Tunes, borrowed my dad's car, and drove Highway 7 from Missouri.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: It took me about nine hours. It shouldn't have taken that long, but so windy. Uh-huh. I was late to PLF trying to come in here and go to Tunes. And I came around the corner. I didn't know where I was going. And y'all were in the street. I guess it was homecoming time. So you were on campus.
1: Oh, okay. I,
0: I literally almost ran over Point of Grace in the street. Wait, the
1: first, what year was that? Like, that fall
0: 95.
1: of 95. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. so crazy. Because yeah. I think we did a concert for that. Like, you know how they do a special concert for people that are coming to visit?
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know what they called that week and weekend anymore you said
2: peel up was that president leadership
0: yeah president's leadership forum yes
1: i remember that Yep. Yeah, oh, i came
0: gosh. speeding around and almost hit y'all screamed <laughs> called my dad from the back i know
2: so, we wouldn't be here today to talk i know about
0: you. <laughs> but you know listening to the music all the way down you know i had point of grace in the car oh. and then i almost ran over you it was like i need to go to school here That's funny. <laughs> so um uh, i know you said you enjoyed people what, what do you think you enjoyed the most about your time at washtaw
2: I mean, I just love you know, when you're a music major, mm-hmm. you live in the music building. And so um it was it was like a family and I I mean maybe it's like that if you're like in biology or I have no idea. But um <laughs> I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know, but but it it's truly I can't imagine how it could be any more tight than it is in the music building because you've got stuff at night you have to go to and like she said, like those people they were just like our family, like mm-hmm. Jay Crowder and Brian Smith mm-hmm. and Scott Snyder and Heather and just everybody that was in the so I just loved and our teachers were so I mean I think we drove them crazy. Oh yeah but they also sure. loved us so much. <laughs> and I just that support that we got there while we were students, I don't see how you go to any other school and and get that. I just don't. And so I just think it was the the faculty and the the people are what make it different. And and I would even say today like you should go to Washita because mm-hmm. OBU grads are faithful and loyal to OBU grads. Mm-hmm. And there's just a tiger network that is like no other, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah.
0: So we have a segment on the podcast we call Fast Fave Fives and we just ask five questions and kind of <laughs> get your thoughts. Okay. Um, but I've been kind of joking around with my colleagues here that I've been excited about this this podcast being my pog cast because i've been so Uh,
2: uh, So,
0: so we've got a pog fast fave five if you guys are up for it okay first one favorite point of grace song it's gonna be a tough
1: uh i would say keep the candle burning
0: great divide okay is there a reason why those are your faves
1: you know well yeah it is hard for me to pick one time's up (laughs) Yeah. Do I have to do answer that fast? You know, I, like I mentioned earlier, our ultimate ministry, I feel like God's gifting for us has been to just encourage people that they're not walking alone, encourage them that sometimes when they feel like their face isn't shining, their face is shining. And I feel like our music has done that for people. And just, so that song kind of encompasses, I know life is hard. Sometimes I know we have dark times. We have these moments, but but God is beside you and don't forget it. We have to remind each other of that. And so that song I think does that. And, and I just have so many great memories of touring that p- particular record and, and, and singing that song with all the lights going like this. And so.
0: <laughs> Love it.
2: Um, for me, the great divide yeah. just is such a, it just sums up the gospel message mm-hmm. so beautifully and you can picture it in your mind. And so I, I really that's that's probably been my all time favorite. And the guy that actually wrote that song was a dear dear friend of ours, about our age. And he um, he also wrote Saving Grace along with his friend Matt Hughesman. They wrote a lot of our songs: Saving Grace, on, House That Mercy Built, Steady On, uh, Great Divide. So probably others, tons yeah. of others. Um, but anyway, he he passed away tragically in a freak soccer accident when we were. And our like 33. 33. Yeah. And so that was just a hard time for our industry as a whole. His name is Grant Cunningham. And so just the fact that he was a writer on that is also makes it special to
1: us. So.
0: Yeah. The wordsmithing of great divide. I was always blown away by it. I know. Yeah. Very
1: talented writers. Very talented.
0: For sure. Um, what's the favorite place you've performed?
1: Uh, I would probably have to say the Grand Ole Opry.
2: Mine would be the presidential prayer breakfast. Oh, that was cool too.
0: Oh, those are awesome. Both good. Both good. What did you love about performing at the, at the Grand Ole Opry?
1: You know, I grew up, my family just, you know, loved that kind of music. And, um, so, my dad was like, when we sang the first time in the opera, he was like, You've made it, finally. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> but um, now it's just, it is a very special place to sing. Our yeah, artists really yes. appreciate one another, whether the, you're 80 or you're 17. There's an appreciation there yeah. for music and writing yeah. and all that. It's just a really sweet, and, and they always are so gracious to us with our, our faith being our background, and they, they yeah. love that. And so it's sweet.
2: Yeah, they, they
1: really. I love the offering, presidential
2: prayer breakfast. That though, was pretty crazy. We didn't know like what we were really walking into um, at all, and so when we got there, actually Senator Pryor from Arkansas mm-hmm. was in charge of it that year. knew we were from Arkansas, and uh, came out of Washita, which they announced at that breakfast, and um, so he is the one that that reached out to us and, and brought us in for that because he was sort of doing the programming. And the speaker that year was Bono, which was so cool. W- was so cool. And the King of Jordan was the other speaker. Mm-hmm. And then um uh, uh Bush was president, George W. George W was president, and then um so anyway, we get in there and it's set up like a in a big ballroom. And we go in the night before and it's secret service everywhere. It's at the Hilton in Washington, DC, I think. Mm-hmm. And there's secret service everywhere. They're like literally looking in like our guitar players, guitar, like inside of it to make sure nothing's in there. And um, Very tight security. And so we get in there and we're like, Oh my gosh, like we're seated. It was like a wedding table, like a podium and like five seats on each side. And three of them were ours. <laughs> So it was me, Denise, Lee, Dana, our guitar player, and then there was one more person right beside me, and then the podium. Guess who, guess who was beside me?
0: Yes. President?
2: The next president. Future president Obama. Obama. Obama oh, was sitting right beside me. Okay. Then the then the because he was speaking, because they probably knew he was going to be the nominee. Yeah. And then podium, and then it was W. King of Jordan, Bono, Laura Bush, and maybe somebody else. And I was like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Why, are we here? Why are we here? Why are we here? This is crazy. <laughs> so if you look it up, like on the C-SPAN's got yeah. a recording of it. And every once in a while, cause like, we just like stood up, pushed her chairs back and stood right there and sang.
1: Yeah. Like so there wasn't like, a stage that you sang on. No, or anything. And so, Bono was like, Turn around looking, yeah, right looking
2: here. But next to me, like Obama, I could have like went like that, like he was right there. And he was this, like, and there's a picture of him sitting like this, looking up at me, singing, like, We're right there. In this, and it's so funny. Dana, our guitar player, every once in a while, will just screenshot it, text to me because it's just like, Where, How are we even at that table? Yeah, it was so, it was really cool.
0: I love it. What did you sing at the prayer breakfast?
2: Saying Circle of Friends, Friends and uh, Waiting in the Waitings. Wings.
0: Okay. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to look that up. Yeah. Look it up. Someday my podcast will be so big that I'll have show notes and I'll link to all those things, but you know, right. yeah. <laughs> someday, um, what is your, who's been your favorite artist that you've had you performed with or toured with? Who's been a favorite artist that you've worked with?
1: Well, probably the most fun we had, and I love them as Phil Scraining. Uh, they just, that tour was hilarious. They were always folk, playing jokes and just silly craziness, but yet then their voices yeah. blew me away every night. So I mean it's hard because every tour has a special season yeah. for it. So
2: I would definitely say mm. the tour that I laugh the most on, like the biggest like wow, lush, like she she tour would have been Amy, Amy and Michael right. which Christmas is tour. Oh yeah. Um, but the 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 funniest tour was Mark <laughs> Schultz. <laughs>
0: He, oh,
2: nice. he had so much fun with him. Yeah, I that's mean. true. I
1: forget that
2: he makes me laugh like nobody else. He's so funny. He's like he's he's like a seventh grade boy trapped in a forty-nine year old man's mm-hmm. body, or however old he
1: is. Yeah,
0: I love it. Very good. Uh, is there someone that you haven't sang with or performed with that you would like to, or that you you know would dream of singing with?
1: You know, I always. I I would have always loved I love Mercy Me I love his voice and we never you know it was kind of both of our careers were kind they of, were after us They were right behind us but they were I don't know we just never got to actually do something and I I do love them and we've gotten to do a few things with Stephen Curtis not on tour but just locally and that's been fun but I would have always loved to tour with him mm-hmm. yeah I mean honestly Vince
2: Gill sang on our, that would yes, have been one but he cool. sang on one of our records. And so, um, I mean, n- nobody like comes to mind, like right at the top of my, not really. I mean,
0: yeah, maybe Bono
2: at all. Yeah, He's maybe. pretty good. I do like Chris Martin from Coldplay, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> what <laughs> if Bono would have just stood up and sang with you on circle of friends there?
1: Yeah. He was really, he was really really nice. gracious and kind. Of. Yes. He kissed me on the cheek.
0: That's oh. so fun. <laughs> <laughs> One more podcast question here. Favorite memory from the early days, like Say So, Getting Started. Do you have a favorite memory from that time?
2: I liked the memory when we, one of our very first gigs, Unpaid, was when they asked us to sing in chapel. Yeah. And so we were so excited because we were going to drive to Little Rock and go to Dillard's and get some outfits (laughs) for chapel get some new cool, you know, stage clothes for chapel. And um, somebody pulled a picture of that out a while back. And I just remember being at Dillard's and like shopping for outfits and thinking we were all that in a bag of chips. Mm -hmm. But um, that's probably one of my favorite memories coming back to campus with our new big city outfits and singing, um, at chapel. seven so. but just the fact that like early on, watch like kind of recognized us as a group and embraced mm-hmm. us. And we weren't seen as like competition, but like, you know, yeah, you go like, let's do this. It was yeah. so.
1: I mean, just, they all kind of bundle together, but we always call them the good old days. Like
2: mm-hmm. those
1: early days when we had the van and trailer yeah. and and set up our own sound system and and mm. met with the pastors. And you know, we we just kind of did everything in our, you know, those are the places I remember. Yeah, like, it's weird how we can recall people from that era. But then there was kind of an era where it was just we so, were so like, tired. busy and tired. <laughs> um but just <laughs> we did I know don't anything. know. We laughed hard on those van and trailer days. Yeah. And just it was just yeah. you know, sweet, 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 sweet time
0: fun um well we're gonna swift gear to some washed off fast fave fives okay all right to your washed time so favorite professor
1: dr keck oh that's good i, I mean uh, um i mean i just mary worthen and miss shamburger were kind of neck and neck neck and neck but there dr keck we drove him nuts but I think he liked us. Too. I would, yeah. I, I I wish I could go back
2: and take the class again. Yeah, <laughs> he was actually. Now I'd actually learn something. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah he was tough. We I remember I, surviving music lit or something, and we took our notes and burned them. Oh, you know, like,
1: uh-huh. that's yeah. funny. I, I came across a paper I wrote that I did not do well on in his class, and I was like, "Oh, Denise, <laughs> I can't believe he did that." But anyway,
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, he retired recently, and they did an estate sale at his house. And Mm -hmm. I bought his Washita like logoed rocking chair that was given to him for his anniversary. And so I have a little like George Keck moment in my house every once in a while in the rocking chair.
1: Wow. (laughs) That's really cool.
0: Yeah, they were great. Weta, did you take piano? Yeah, totally. He made me cry numerous times.
2: Yeah. Hey, so he's retired?
0: Yes, they live in Little Rock now.
2: They oh, do, so okay. they don't live in that same house. That little house, that, that little house off campus. They don't, don't live in that house. Nope,
0: anymore. we have a business professor that lives there now, but they they have an apartment, so they downsized and just live in Little Rock, so they can go to all the shows and things they want to up there.
2: Oh, I love that.
0: Yeah, they're sweet. I hope
2: he watches this and he hears that we loved him. I will well, let him know. <laughs> if if Dr. Koch, if you're watching, one time
1: we did go to your. <laughs> <laughs> you are so immature. <sighs> we totally were we mad at him? I don't think I don't
2: know. Oh, I think we were mad. I think we were silly. Just being stupid. And we would run up to his front door and ring the doorbell door- and <laughs> ring the doorbell and run away. It's probably like a dare or something. I mean, don't even know why
1: we did it. So stupid. We were like 20 years old. Really?
0: Do mm-hmm. fun. Hey, favorite tiger tunes, moment or memory?
1: Uh mm-hmm. I think I love the fact that, well. I loved that year that Shelley and I and it was Kim Watley, Kim Watley, Larry Harrison, Stone Sloan Barrett was the musical director, mm-hmm. Chuck Hargett, Steve. Um, What's his last name? Why am I blanking? I know I'm blanking too. Not Harris. Steve. Anyway, a uh, Steve. I'll and, think of it. Um, there was one other. No, that was it. Is that it? Mm-hmm. And anyway. It was a great group, and um, but I love that we got to go get like pageant gowns and yes. like really nice pageant gowns and wear those. And we would see like this beautiful acapella um, arrangement, and yeah. so probably that was always super fun to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a year we sang New Awakening, New
2: for me. D- yeah, that was awesome.
0: Uh, I love it. I'm <laughs> very fun. What about you, Shelly? Favorite.
2: Oh, I mean that would be it yeah. too for me. I mean, Chuck and I, and Denise were like the three musketeers. So mm-hmm. to be on the court, they called it the title team, like the, tiger, the yeah, host the and hostesses. Right.
1: Um, was really that was. Real. I remember that. That was the one. Chuck, we did the little country dance, and you swung. Oh
2: yes, and I was like, I'm going to break his back. and <laughs> going lift me up and like do me to the side like this, and I was like, because Denise and Kim were like dancing machine no, i was like i don't know
1: about that but
2: i was like i can't can't keep the rhythm
0: <laughs> yeah we've tried to get chuck to come back and judge tiger tunes he's just so busy
2: he's so busy He is so busy yeah
0: In his book he wrote that that book was fantastic he's just doing great things.
2: yeah he's doing really good he's um and he's still like
1: the best graphic designer <laughs> yeah so good so talented mm-hmm. he's he's so multi-talented it's really yeah best. he is
0: yeah. You know, he started that cookie company for a while there in Nashville mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I came by to meet him and it, they, they were cooking, making cookies in a, like a back of a coffee shop or something.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And I'd never met Chuck in my life and walked oh. in there and he gave me this huge hug, oh.
2: like sat
0: down and talked to me all about all these recipes and his mom's memories. It was so sweet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Good guy. Really
0: good guy. Um, what about a favorite Washatones song that you like to sing or a memory of your Washatones time?
2: Well, my memory would probably be, because, you know, I did it one year and then I did the praise singers after that, but, um, was Denise helping me out, learning the dance to try out in the hall. And I remember being in the hall at maybe fine arts center and, mm-hmm. um, she was trying to help me figure out the steps and stuff. I was always like three steps behind, <laughs>
1: The only reason she didn't love to stay in it, she loved the wash tones. Oh, I did. I just,
2: just, just I was, <laughs> it was like that whole camp thing that you had to do where you had to learn all the new dances, and I just knew how hard it was going to be. And I would just get stomach ache about it because I just, not, I'm just not, we didn't have like show choir and stuff, and I just, that was so awkward for me. All right, but,
1: yeah. You know, well, she was really good. At it. I mean, I, I did love it because it just, it was something I grew up with show choir and stuff, so it was. It was totally a joy for me um I mean <laughs> memories of it I mean just all of it was just really special and um, the songs I, I mean I'll just always remember walking out and always singing stand well back we're coming through nothing can stop us now you know that and um I actually mentioned this in the book but misssmberger, um, Our our special kind of word, it's not a secret now, but it was kind of our secret word was sparkle. And um and that just, you know what about was taggles? I mean (sighs) taggles. She did say sparkle. (laughs) She always said sparkle. Yeah. And then you start no taggles. And um that that word T A G A L S and it was trust, adjust, good attitude, love, and sparkle. And that was just kind of her and, and that's everything that embodies her and the way she would, mm-hmm. you know, but it's something that really I learned through like the things I learned and I know Shelly would say this about praise yeah, too, sure. about going into churches oh and going in and, mm-hmm. and having to meet the pastor and, and adjust to, Oh, their sound system doesn't work. You got to figure it out. Or, you know, just and loving people well and always, you know, have that shine of Jesus, and it's you know, that those things really the education I got at Washtenaw it was those type of things. You know, I could have done better at going to class better and, and things like that, but yeah, I'd like to do over on that part, <laughs> yeah. But. but it's those kinds of things that I learned from Dr. Wright, and I learned from yeah. Mary Worthen, and I learned from Miss Schamburger, like life skills, life skills, and it was just a beautiful, incredible education there.
0: Yeah, I love that. I learned so much in Pray. I was in Pray Singers and Washaw Sounds, you know, which came after yeah. after uh, the Wash of Tones. But something in, in Pray Singers, the rule was the woman never pumps the gas. So the guys had to get out and pump the gas in Pray Singers. Mm-hmm. My wife is still thankful for that because she's not pumped a gas. I think <laughs> anytime I still pump yeah, her gas. Nice.
2: <laughs> but that is, that's like chivalry and, you know, it's just, yeah, it's great. You yeah. Charming.
0: Things we learn on the road.
2: <laughs>
1: yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, favorite spot on campus. Is there a favorite place you you loved on this Washtag campus?
1: I mean, it would have to be the music building. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean totally. Yeah. You know, I, I know that there's some new, you know, the, the Like the new, new, parks, new cafeteria. So new cafeteria. Yeah. We didn't get to experience some of that, but mm-hmm. I mean, our lives were in the music building. Mm-hmm. They were.
0: So that's both your, both your favorite spot there.
1: I think so. Yeah. How can you say
2: any other place? Yeah. I
0: love it. Um, favorite Washington moment. I know there are so many, but is there a, a moment on your time on campus where you think that was like the perfect Washington moment and a special moment for you? <gasps>
2: um, I mean, I thought, I mean, bid day was really fun.
1: Yeah. It um, was fun. All of the, all of the Tiger
2: Teams. Were I mean, just the it.
1: performances that I got to do there. Yeah, I, I got to be the lead in Oklahoma, but musical, and I'd always wanted to to be a lead, and I never got to do that in high school because of basketball, and so that was really fun. All those musicals, but just every performance I think of um, the old auditorium because we didn't have the new beautiful auditorium at the time. So just all of those things that happened there, I loved
2: yeah I think probably for me the same thing just all the performances like and I also look I've never done a pageant before or since but I did you rocked it I did
1: do Miss OBU so mm-hmm. that was fun that is did, like, yeah junior I, I year so great, but, <laughs> no, I did I did the year before you so sophomore year okay I saw
0: that's awesome yeah Miss <laughs> OBU still going strong 50 plus years oh yeah.
2: yeah oh yeah
0: yeah, this year's weird, you know, they they had to postpone it. They canceled Miss Arkansas. Oh so you get to be like Miss Arkansas or Miss OBU now is gonna be it for two years.
1: Oh Really? Wow. I didn't think about that. No, I didn't either. That's yeah, crazy. So
0: she's gonna keep the title for a little bit longer.
1: Well, good. Good for her.
0: Um anything else you'd like to say to your washed family before we wrap up?
1: We love y'all. I know. <laughs> I do love, like I'm not a big like Facebook and, and so I, don't, I just don't really enjoy that, th- that kind of thing. But I do. So every once in a while, we'll just kind of scroll. I don't really post a lot on that stuff, but I get to see all these Washtenaw people yeah. that I love dearly. And, you know, it, it was just a, a, a sweet place, a wonderful place. And I love the new president. I love,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: the new staff, um, that has kind of, you know, taken the next step and it's just a a wonderful place that will always be so dear. So, Hey everybody. Yeah. It's really, I will say it's, it really
2: is so heartwarming to see Mm -hmm. them thriving and they've done some to see you thriving and they've done some really just cool things over Mm the years and it's continued to get better and better. And I haven't, it doesn't ever seem like there's been a slump, like it's just been getting better just bettering itself Mm -hmm. and and just staying strong to its mission I think especially in this day and age we live in um you know higher education to have a Christian higher education is I mean you know, where are you gonna do that? Even the even the schools that you feel like are the tried and trues are starting to cave on some of their you know beliefs and stuff and Washtag has really stood strong in that And I think God's blessing mm-hmm. them for that and I think he will continue to and so that's what we'll you know pray for
0: for over you. Definitely well you know you're always welcome home at Washtaw.
2: Yes we do.
0: Love anytime that you're in the area and can stop by but we are so proud of you in the 25 plus years of outstanding ministry. And uh, we're just thankful for y'all and for what you've meant to Washaw and the way you've carried Washaw's torch, you know, with you. So thank you guys. We are so, so thankful for you.
1: Thank you. Love well, you guys. Same. Love you.
0: All right. Thanks again for joining us.
1: Uh-huh. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the Tiger for Life podcast. Be sure to rate and subscribe so you won't miss out on future episodes.